off hands with Stephen and Lydia. I'm Stephen and I'm Lydia. So welcome to our podcast. Welcome back we to another episode. Yeah, we're welcome so happy to the that you're joining new us. year. Oh, the new year. It's the first podcast. Yes, of the new year. Oh, that was very nice. It kind of ended special. right there as you said that with the music. It's yeah. kind of like wrapped it all up. It would have been. It would have sounded like I planned it that way had you not said something about it. Sorry. <laughs> That's I mean, it was planned. I'm it kidding. Was it was planned. So good that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I wish, but no. Accidentally, I'm good. <laughs> that, that makes it even better because you didn't even plan it. It just happened that uh, way, and it was that good. Oh, well. We should listen to it again and enjoy it. The, the puppet posters yeah, can. They can rewind, rewind it. it right now and just listen to it all <laughs> over again. Oh, but anyway, we are going to talk about a kind of a, a big word. But it's yeah. not really... I mean, not like it, a long word. Not like a long like word, a, but maybe you don't hear it very often. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, the word is epiphany. Yeah. Yeah. Epiphany. And What uh, does that mean? Yeah, in case you don't know, it has to do with Jesus. And we're going to tell you why. How? How? Why? Why and how? Well, it actually has <laughs> to do with Jesus ultimately, but it also has to deal do uh, deal with the three deal kings. And do. <laughs> yes, the three kings. And you might be thinking, um, Christmas is over. We already celebrated Christmas. Yeah, we did the three kings thing. But <laughs> actually, the wise men didn't come to the manger. They came later when yeah. he was a, a little. Like he was a little, a little toddler. Yeah, he yeah. Was a little, he was probably walking around. Now it hasn't been like you know two or three years since we celebrated Christmas. It's only been like a couple weeks, but yeah. we're going to celebrate. That's why it's separated a little ways from Christmas, right? So it, it symbolizes later when the three kings came. Yeah, and the Epiphany is celebrated traditionally on January sixth. The 12th day of Christmas, mm-hmm. if you like that kind of song. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long one. <laughs> it is. I like it. I never really understood it, but we we'll talk about that another time. But anyways, there's actually a lot of really cool traditions and uh, different things that people will do to celebrate the 12 days of Christmas. We're not yeah. going to you know, talk about them, but no. if you We're want to talk about this one, if you want to look thing. them up. Maybe there's some fun things that you can incorporate next year. Yeah, and then, and you know the reasons behind them. Yeah. Traditions are really cool, but they're even cooler if you know why they're even a tradition in the first place. Right. So back to Epiphany. Lydia, tell us what the dictionary describes it as. Oh, yes. Well, the Oxford Pocket Dictionary says, The manifestation of Christ to the Gentiles as represented by the Magi. Wow, that sounds very, very... dictionary Yes. I feel very smart I feel very smart. Well, you should. Because anybody who reads the dictionary can get smarter. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> you get to learn a lot of things. Yeah. So basically, it is a celebration of Jesus coming to do a new thing for his people, but also for the Gentiles or everybody else. And that... Is we see that by um, when we when it talk, the Bible talks about the three kings or the magi coming. Um, they, yeah, because they they're they're not Jews. Nope, but they knew about the Christ child and they came to seek him and they found him and that is, and they worshipped him and and we can too. Yeah, just because you're not Jewish doesn't mean Jesus didn't come for you. He did. So yeah, that's pretty special. 
And the epiphany is also used to um, remember and celebrate Jesus' baptism and his first miracle when he turned the water into wine at the wedding of Cana. Yeah, and all these things, all the things we just talked about together, the wise men, the official start of his ministry, uh, his baptism, and his first miracle— Um, They all point to Jesus coming to fulfill the new covenant God made with people. One that's open to everybody, all people, Jews and Gentiles. Yeah. So Stephen and I have some verses that we want to read that talk about the new covenant. Um, The first one is Jeremiah 31, 31 through 34. And I will read it now. All right. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. Yeah, and another uh, passage or verse um, in the Bible that talks about the new covenant is Matthew 26, verse 28. And it says, actually, this is um, Jesus talking to his disciples before um, he died on the cross. Uh, He was having um, the last supper with them. And he said, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. And in Romans 9, 24 through 29, he talks about it again. It says, even us whom he has called, not from the Jews only, but also from the Gentiles. As indeed, he says in Hosea, those who were, my pe- who were not my people, I will call my people. And her who was not beloved, I will call her beloved. And in the very place where it was said to them, you are not my people, there they will be called sons of the living God. And Isaiah cries out concerning Israel, though the number of the sons of Israel be as the sand of the sea, only a remnant of them will be saved. For the Lord will carry out his sentence upon the earth fully and without delay. And as Isaiah predicted, if the Lord of hosts had not left us offspring, we would have been like Sodom and become like Gomorrah. And one more. And this one's going to be our verse of the day. Um, It's in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 4 through 6. By referring to this, when you read, you can understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which in other generations was not made known to mankind, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets in the Spirit. To be specific, that the Gentiles are fellow heirs and fellow members of the body and fellow partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. See, there we go. There we go. Jesus came to fulfill all of the requirements of the covenant between God and Israel and be the mediator of the covenant of salvation from sin for all people, the Jews and the Gentiles. I That's really, really neat. You think about the covenant that, that God made with his people. It was 
pretty much like, if you follow me, you're going to be my people and I'll take care of you. And he knew that his people couldn't do that on their own. So he kept the covenant. And then he sent Jesus and to have it as a new covenant. And, and Jesus fulfills all of that so that, because God knows that we can't keep promises that we make to no. him all by ourselves. He knows that he had, that Jesus, who was perfect, had to fulfill all of those promises that God made with his people and that he makes with us. Um, and so when we accept Jesus' gift of salvation, and that filling of all of those special things that the covenant says, then we can be with God forever. Yeah, it's such a such a cool honor that that Jesus would be like, hey, I'm opening up this my special people group to you too if you if you want to be uh, following me. Yeah. So now a day that we didn't really know anything about has kind of become a really cool celebration opportunity. Yeah. Epiphany. Epiphany. January sixth. And, and now you know and can celebrate it too. Yeah. Well, uh, do you want to tell some jokes there, Lydia? You know I do. I love a good joke To give a funny bone a poke Being knock-knocks are riddles For grown-ups or kiddles I love a good joke Okay, okay, ready? Yes! What did the wise men say After they gave the gold and frankincense? What? What did they say? They said... On January 1st. Um. Happy Moo Year! <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much sense. I thought maybe they stopped saying Moo. I love a good joke! Like, it's, is there a resolution to not say Moo anymore? Oh, that'd be sad. That I love be, cows when they Moo. really made me sad. That's a good joke, though. Thank you. Happy Moo Year! <laughs> Oh, cow jokes are the we best. We hope you had a happy moo year and yeah. continue to have one. Yeah. Um, and if you did anything fun over Christmas break, hey, maybe you could tell us about it. That would you be You could awesome. email us at StephenLydiaSing at Yahoo.com. Yeah, or tweet us at StephenLydia. You can uh, like our God's Helping Hands Facebook page mm-hmm. and and watch um, some videos with Uncle Chris there uh, yeah. or see what else is going on. Or you can um, go to our website and watch videos there too. G-H-H-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Did that, was that very dramatic? That was very dramatic. I, I almost forgot to just say, was, say the ending there. Like, <gasps> oh. I was like, wait, there's more. <laughs> Good. Oh, he finished. Okay, there we go. (laughs) Yeah, so thanks for joining us, Puppet Podsters. This has been Offhand with Steven and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands.